You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. Since 2016, astronomers have been searching for a distant planet to explain unique orbits of observable objects in a solar system. Do you have what it takes to find Planet X? Welcome to Tabletop Arcane, and this is Justin, and today I'm bringing you a review of Search for Planet X. Developed by Foxtrot Games and published by Renegade Game Studios, has a 1-4 player count, 60-75 to minute playtime, and MSRP of $45. Now, this is a slightly unique game in the sense of it is a race to find Planet X and you are using logic rules in the solar system to figure out what objects are in each sector of the sky to figure out where, by deduction, Planet X is. And the first player to find Planet X may not actually be the winner of the game either because there are other points that you can earn. There's a lot going on into this. Now, my first impressions of this game were simply like a very pretty box, very artsy, very spacey, using authentic telescopes and spot gloss coating on the box makes it really pop out to you. Inside, the components are relatively similar. You got some nice UV spot gloss on the board itself, and the board is double-sided for a easier and expert mode. But then the regular components are very simple uh, as you have chips and a couple pieces of cardboard uh, a couple pawn markers and most importantly in the game is your tracking sheets for each player uh, so that they can take their notes figure out what they know what they don't know and proceed in the game from there now it does include a requirement to have a app based version open it is a knowledge database so each game comes with an alphanumeric game code, and that code, if everybody puts into their phone app or web page, will have the same game being played, so therefore all the logic puzzle information is the same. So everybody is using the same game that has Sector 1 is this, Sector 2 is this, and Planet X is here, and so on. So while it does not do a lot of the overhaul, all of the hidden information in the game is controlled by the app, so... If you're checking to see if you're right or wrong about something, if you're looking to see what it knows or what it doesn't know, you're using the app simultaneously with your actions. And the board tracks what is visible to you currently and where you are in the timeline. As always, let's look at some of the things that Planet X does well. One of the first things I want to mention is, aside from the aesthetics and art and the fact that they are featuring four different unique telescopes here on Earth, they also include... A very interesting, fun mechanic that I don't see too often, which is that time action management. So each action costs X amount of time as you move your pawn around the board, and whoever's furthest back is the next player to go. So if you take more time-efficient actions, you may get less information, but you may get more turns than your other players. Likewise, things that cost higher time tend to give you a little bit more focused information in your search for Planet X. So... It's really depending on, do you want to try to take a double turn? Do you want to know that if you really get this information, it might be a while before you get another turn? Now, one of the things I do really like is it does also include a solo mode, which is very easy to set up and runs almost basically out of the web app or phone app that you're already using to manage the game. And 
it itches a lot of those fun logic puzzles for me. And I think that's the greatest strength of Search for Planet X is, as I've described it and shared it with fellow uh, gamers with myself, I've often described it as space clue in the sense that there is something you're looking for and you can pretty much use, you can almost use 100% logic to de deduct what is, where your points are, what's in each sector, and where to find Planet X. It does a lot of fun stuff and plays relatively quickly. A final thing I did enjoy about it is you can set the difficulty not only on side A or side B of the board of the number of sectors you're, you're going against, but each player has a starting amount of clues which can set handicap between different players, especially if you're playing with a mixed age group or mixed experience group. I found that it is wonderfully helpful to teach the game while they have a lot more clues and then maybe give myself less clues starting so that I have something to puzzle or challenge myself with as I've already seen how the game interacts with itself. Now, let's talk about some of the opportunities I found with Search for Planet X, one of which is while you can track what the other players are doing and things of that nature and you find out some of the information that they have, like what objects they're looking for within an X to X sector, but you don't know how many they found in those sectors, that's where it gets a little tricky. You can track it, but I've found it very difficult to truly understand how much extra information I'm getting from tracking my other players' actions. Now there is some information you do gather if they're looking for a specific thing and they keep kind of poking at it, but typically the games I've played, that is not the case that's happening. One other limitation that will eventually either need to get reorder of pads, things of that nature, is while it is nice that the sheets are oriented to the four sides of the board, it is little less nice that the score pad is limited in that sense. I would have liked to probably seen four micro score pads uh, placed in the board opposed to one so that I'm not having loose sheets flipping around. I have a feeling that may have been more costly though, which might be the reason why it was not done that way. The only other major obstacle I would have with this game is the research action, which allows you to find new logic rules for base objects that are in the game, is a mixed blessing. Sometimes you will get wonderfully good information and the information you're looking for with those objects. Other times, based on what you already know, it may not be useful information or may be redundant information because you may have already discovered the link between two things. It would be nice to have a little bit more consistency but with those uh, research actions, but I definitely understand it cannot be controlled when or where you research particular topics. Finally, the last piece I want to talk about is that the Renegade does offer an upgrade kit which gives you storage uh, options for your pieces, but also gives you a little bit more upgraded pieces as well uh, for an additional $20. I don't know if this game really needs that, but if you really do love Planet Search for Planet X, it is that little extra bling that you wanted to add to your game. It is available for you. Final thoughts on Search for Planet X. I really do enjoy the game itself. I love the logic puzzle. I love the craftiness that is going into it. And while it scratches that clue itch for me without having random cards determined between different players that I'm trying to hunt for or I'm looking for things that are or, or dependent upon a dice roll to figure out if I can get to the next room to make the next accusation, 
everything is available to you at all times, and that makes it a stronger deduction game. Finally, the search for Planet X at the MSRP of $45 is a bit happening now. Keep in mind, the board and component pieces are good quality, and the spot gloss is very nice and flashy for it. And most of the heavy thinking on the game comes out of the web-based development coming from the app or the web page itself. So that's where some invisible uh, resources have been spent on. $45 seems a little high. I think between $30 and $40 may be an ideal price point for this game, as uh, other games sitting in that $40 to $50 range tend to have a little bit more going for them. If you do pay full price and pay $45 for the game, you will not necessarily feel ripped off for that price point based on the number of options you have with the game. However, if you do find it on sale, it is going to get you more bang for your buck at that point. I hope that gives you some clue of what we liked and what we didn't like about Search for Planet X. As always, make sure you hit us up on our social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe. Hit that notification button to know when new content comes out. Likewise, leave us a comment. Happy to hear from you. And as always, happy gaming. to Tabletop Arcanum, produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.